Today is January 4th, 2023. In this week's issue, gender and race may both be predictive factors for receiving keratoplasty in Fuchs endothelial corneal dystrophy. Throughout most of the United States, Google searches of the phrase, eye doctor near me, may underrepresent ophthalmologists. Merkel cell polyomavirus status and Merkel cell carcinoma is useful for the diagnosis and choice of therapy for eyelid carcinoma. A systematic review and meta-analysis found that patients with diabetes mellitus with metformin usage were at lower odds of developing age-related macular degeneration. Our first article comes from Ophthalmology, Predictive Factors for Receiving Keratoplasty in Fuchs Endothelial Corneal Dystrophy. Who will get the keratoplasty? The goal of this retrospective cohort study was to determine predictive factors associated with receiving endothelial keratoplasty and penetrating keratoplasty in those with Fuchs endothelial corneal dystrophy. Fuchs endothelial corneal dystrophy is a degenerative disease of the innermost endothelial cell layer of the cornea that affects nearly 300 million people worldwide. The study analyzed 31,372 Medicare patients who were diagnosed with Fuchs endothelial corneal dystrophy from 2011 to 2019. The study found that 4.4% of patients received endothelial keratoplasty and 0.3% of patients received penetrating keratoplasty. The results showed that Black, Asian or Pacific Islander, and Hispanic Latino individuals were less likely to receive an endothelial keratoplasty and more likely to receive a penetrating keratoplasty when compared to their white counterparts. Additionally, males were more likely than females to receive both endothelial keratoplasty and penetrating keratoplasty. Overall, the study found that non-white individuals are more likely to receive penetrating keratoplasty and white individuals are more likely to receive an endothelial keratoplasty while women are less likely than their male counterparts to receive either endothelial keratoplasty or penetrating keratoplasty, indicating that gender and race may both be predictive factors. Our second article comes from JAMA Ophthalmology. Google searches for eye doctors may underrepresent ophthalmologists. Is catching the patient's eye the key to accessibility? A pivotal element of medical access is the process by which the public seeks out healthcare professionals. The Google search engine represents a predominant mechanism for how patients explore eye care options. This study performed a geographic analysis of Google searches of eye doctors in various areas of the United States and cross-referenced these searches with available ophthalmologists and optometrists within these respective areas to determine exposure to these specialists. The overall mean proportion of ophthalmologists represented by Google searches, 28.91%, was found to be less than the real available proportion, 37.58%. Furthermore, ophthalmologists were underrepresented in 35 out of 52 states and territories studied, representing 67%. These results imply that several aspects of ophthalmology ranging from expanding access to care effectively running a business, enhancing marketability, and clearly defining scope of practice differences may all be improved by appropriate search engine optimization. Our third article is from the American Journal of Ophthalmology. Eyelid Merkel cell carcinoma, a rare form of rarity and viral host. 
The murky makeup of Merkel cell carcinoma, malevolent microbes. Merkel cell carcinoma is a rare and aggressive malignancy that typically affects the skin of the head and neck with a small minority residing on the eyelid, 2.5% to be exact. Among risk factors such as UV exposure and immunosuppression, Merkel cell polyomavirus infection is a known risk factor and critical pathogenetic event in the development of Merkel cell carcinoma. Due to the rarity of this cancer, research about prognosis and response to therapy is in its infancy. As eyelid Merkel cell carcinoma proves even more rare, there is little information on the behavior and features of this cancer, particularly with respect to Merkel cell polyomavirus status. This retrospective study conducted at Tokyo Medical University identified 10 cases treated for Merkel cell carcinoma arising from the eyelid. Clinical data including Merkel cell polyomavirus infection status was collected and analyzed. All patients were Japanese and none were immunosuppressed. Determined through PCR, all 10 cases were Merkel cell polyomavirus positive Merkel cell carcinoma. Using American Joint Committee on Cancer Staging, 30% of patients had tumors that were staged T2, otherwise described as greater than 2 cm and less than 5 cm across. One patient died of distant metastasis to the peritoneum. Ultimately, there is much left to discover about the characteristics and behavior of eyelid Merkel cell carcinoma with respect to Merkel cell polyomavirus infection status. Future studies may benefit from finding a comparison between Merkel cell carcinomas with and without Merkel cell polyomavirus infection. Our final journal article for this edition comes from the Investigative Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences Journal, Associations Between Metformin and Age-Related Macular Degeneration. Could this be another health benefit of the anti-diabetic wonder drug? Metformin, the first-line treatment for type 2 diabetes mellitus, has antioxidative and anti-inflammatory properties that have been suggested to prevent or treat age-related macular degeneration, but have been found to have inconsistent results up to this point within the current literature. This systematic review looked into nine observational studies with over a million participants that described associations between metformin and age-related macular degeneration. Meta-analysis revealed a statistically significant decrease in the odds of age-related macular degeneration for oral metformin use. Subgroup analysis based on ethnicity demonstrated a statistically significant decrease in the odds of age-related macular degeneration in Black and Hispanic populations, indicating a highest potential benefit for these patients. However, stratified analysis showed no significant association between metformin use in either dry or wet age-related macular degeneration. Further prospective studies are needed to confirm these encouraging associations and investigate metformin dosage effects, as well as mechanisms relating to dry and wet age-related macular degeneration pathogenicity. To learn more about The Lens, you can follow us on Twitter at at the lens underscore OPH. And to receive a full summary of today's newsletter, you can visit our website at www.lensophthalmology.com.